Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. And welcome everybody to another week of Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. <sighs> Mopeds are rad. Like, I fucking love them so much. Um, I've been breaking shit again. I... I think I said something last week about pinch flatting a tire. I hadn't done it forever. Guess what I got? I got a fucking flat tire at the way to the post office to mail some people out their product. Like I had a shirt to mail out and I had um, an ignition system to mail out and I thought it felt a little squishy. I'm like, oh, I'm fine. And like, when was the last time you fucking checked the air in your moped tires? It had been for, yeah, <laughs> I fucking, <laughs> I, I go and leave the post office. I'm like, oh shit. Oh God. And the, the big pain, the ass about that whole thing was I was leading a ride that same day. And this would, this is why I need two mopeds at all times. Cause I'll always have one, something weird fucked up and broken on one. Um, but you know, I pushed it, I pushed it about five, six blocks and I have Hobbit mags, Camino mags on my Hobbit. So I'm not fucking riding on the rim. Like I'm not even going to dare that. At least that's what I'm telling myself. But I pushed it like five Minnesota blocks, which aren't like New York blocks or Chicago blocks. I mean, they're not like three miles long, but they're fucking long enough. Um, probably a half mile, I push my bike, get to a gas station with the air pump, and I just fucking fill that some bitch up and start my bike up and just blast the other two blocks home. And I didn't damage my mag, which made me very happy. But no, we got out. Uh, I fucked up because I told if I I think I would have got more people at the ride if i said we were meeting at a brewery instead i said we we're meeting at a coffee shop that was connected to the brewery but whatever you know uh garrett who was a casseroler met up with me and kim who was like old school mopeder from minneapolis we started riding but we go to leave kim snaps his front uh brake cable and i'm just like no dude like i'll fuck it i'll i'll sweep you home like if you want to ride your bike home but like we're gonna we're gonna put some miles on then we went in and I hit, we hit a few people up and said they're gone. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot. Boa can't come. But we went go picked up my buddy Lee. <sighs> I had to get my coffee in. I'm drinking Kirk this week, people, because I fucked up. I let coffee run low in the house, and I'm really pissed about this. I'm really pissed. Yeah, this is a Kirk cups left from Gail at Christmas time. Gail's my mother for those new to the audience. But, um, so we ride and it was, it was great. Like I, we put on, well, I'm going to throw them under the bus. Lee and I put on 55 miles. Garrett put on 53 miles because boom, boom, I can't fucking be witty and do any type of trumpets. Uh, Garrett's uh, ring rings ate themselves on his little Tomos dirt ped. It was, it was a sad moment. We were going through little Canada and all of a sudden, I'm blasting and I'm leading. Uh, Little Canada is a north suburb for those who don't know St. Paul area. And all of a sudden, I don't see Lee or Garrett turn around. Garrett can't get it going, can't get it going, can't get it going, and like no compression, blah blah blah. But uh. yeah, it was great. And then I fucking uh, I ate another clutch this week. That was, that was <laughs> actually it wasn't the clutch. What I'm eating is the fucking circlips on the clutch levers like i'm breaking those somehow and i think i know but like whatever so i'm having a lot of fucking dumb issues on uh my hobbits which makes me really happy because like 
I think everybody during their writing season has to go through like just dumb issues. So I'm getting all that shit out of the way for bakers because don't fucking shake your head at me. My guest is done bakers and she's just fucking shaking her head. No, I'm going to be positive about this shit and you can fuck off. Uh, no, <laughs> but <laughs> I know I'm number one because you're we're flicking each other off. And you guys can't see the shit. Um, we're just, I'll just fucking have you come in, Christine, like whatever, hey. like, because I, like I said to Colin last week, uh, Christine's boyfriend, uh, I was going to say girlfriend, sorry, Colin, but whatever, um, <laughs> we're not here to gender we're, identify roles or whatever. We're, we're moder- <laughs> liberal partners. Yeah. I don't like again. And I'm, I'm running low on sleep. Like I was so <laughs> fucked up on my second Rona shot. Like I tell people like. I've been in several near death accidents and like I have head injuries because of that. And I have fucking insomnia and I don't have the really cool insomnia where you stay up for days on end. No, I have the type of insomnia that I'm tired all the time and I sleep. And then I feels like I got no fucking sleep, but I have a few things in my life that like through struggling and whatnot, I have learned and through good family members and doctors have helped me out. Um, melatonin, melatonin, like saved my life hands down like if you are an insomniac and like just try like a three milligram pill i can say for me doesn't work for me um that sucks like i've tried it everybody's different um i also we could do a whole podcast on covid brain okay like i think i have covid brain did you shots or actually getting covid both because i got it yeah last year and then i got I got the vaccine now. Yay. Hey, ever, hey, America, I'm fully vaxxed. So Yay. if you see me um, forgetting to wear a mask. Yeah, it's I, weird. Minnesota has gone non mask and being at I, the gym today I, was I, weird. I do not want to be one of those people that's like not wearing a mask, but then also like sometimes I just forget because I'm forgetful and yeah. I have COVID brain. <laughs> and so then I feel like today I, I actually went to work and forgot a mask. So I had to like find a paper one. And I, I was like, I'm, I still have like weird guilt, you know, like I'm like, I have to wear it, but then I'm like, but I'm fully vaxxed and I'm not sick. And, but like, no one knows that. So mm-hmm. you still wear a mask anyway. And well, it's really fucked up because I want to wear one in like public places, like target are like, the gas station, mm. but like other public places, like the gym where I really <laughs> should wear one. I don't want to fucking wear one Yeah, or like at work, work is different. Cause like we're public, but we're not We're mm. like, I work in a factory. Yeah. So we all see each other. I mean, it's weird. I mean, it's a factory. All setting, together so all like, the time. Yeah. And like Rona went through that fucking plant last year and like, I'm not going to, I'll say I'm one of those people that has been heavily exposed about three times that I know of. Um, and I didn't get it. So, and that's, you know, it's, it's just weird how it works. And I'm not a fucking doctor. I'm not a scientist. I don't know. I'm just saying like, well, I was like dying in my bed for two weeks and Colin never got it. So yeah. Well, like my buddy who works in the warehouse, like who we have lunch every day together, like, he got it and I didn't. Yeah. So whatever. But yes, so Christine, so, hey. 
uh, mopeds. Uh, mopeds. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, mopeds. Me breaking them. You riding man, them. Man, you you kind of remind me too. Well, not that it's that big of a deal, but oh my gosh, have you ever have you ever hit a pothole so bad that it made your soul explode? I haven't had that experience, but I've had that uh -oh. like. I've had that slam and like, I'm waiting for something to start fucking rattling. When, when you like, said you got a flat tire, um, I'm going to try to like stay away from the mic. Cause it's, I feel like it's so crazy. Why? Um, I don't know. Am I getting really loud when I'm not right? No. Oh, okay. Like when you're way back there, it sounds like you're at the end of a hall, but like when you're just oh. like you normally do, like okay. you're great. Okay. Uh, but no, like, um, when you said you got your flat tire, uh, yesterday, oh my God, I hit a pothole. It was might as well have, I thought I was like, gonna fall in a sinkhole and die. I mean, like, it was like my heart stopped like for real. And then mm -hmm. the whole time, cause we, we went, we live in Brooklyn and we went over to Chelsea, to, like your Manhattan and, um, so it's like for people that don't know, it's like you have to go. It's it's like three miles, which mm -hmm. is hilarious to someone from Michigan. Three miles in Michigan is three minutes. You know, like in New York, three miles is like 45 minutes on a moped, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so anyway, so the first thing I did was hit this pothole. And so the rest of the whole trip trying to get to Chelsea was me looking at my front tire, just going, when are you going flat? Like, mm -hmm. I know you're going to go like, there is absolutely no way that this tire is not completely fucking annihilated. Yeah. And it wasn't, it was fine. It's still fine. I rode around today. I was like, still looking like, I'm still wondering when this thing's going to go. And I'm like, okay, dude, let's send it. But I anyway, learned like so through ready. enough accidents and stuff like that. Like if it's not acting weird in the first 30 seconds, 30 you're probably seconds. Good. <laughs> yeah. like honestly, like no, I bro between like racing and mopeds, like I've uh, in snowmobiles, just being a farm kid, whatever. Yeah. Like as soon as you make that initial impact and nothing happens, if it doesn't explode right then you, yeah, you're usually you're, pretty good. Yeah. But it, that's uh, just my anxiety. Well, yeah, that's, I, there's no, I got nothing for you there. Um, yeah, well. um, God damn Kirks. Um, so we want to get back to you gross. and like your more of your journey. I know there's so much we didn't unfold and oh I feel like God. I just kind of, I just kind of shut the door. Cause I think w when I was done talking to you, I remember closing the laptop <laughs> and just fucking going to bed and like yeah. nothing <laughs> like That's fuck funny. this. I'm going to bed. Yeah. Um, well, number one, thank you for having me back anyway. Cause yeah, you you're, just rad, told me to, you're a rad person. You could have told me to fuck off. And you didn't. Um, and... I felt bad, honestly, cause I knew I always feel like I'm like the worst host ever, but that's my anxiety and whatever and self-esteem issues. But like, <laughs> I try to give people their platform and I don't feel like I gave you your platform uh... that day. Well, here's another thing about anybody who uh, knows me is that I don't shut up. I have so much to talk about. I have so many stories and I generally have a pretty good memory. And so sometimes it's better. It's better to just <laughs> cut me right off. Nah. But um, there was a, after we were done and then you were like, hey, come back. And I was like, oh, no, now, now I have a chance to prepare. But I didn't because yeah. you know um but there is a lot of things i guess um so you can either ask me a question 
Well, I want like to talk. Host? I want to hit on or... like a couple subjects at least. Um, okay. I want to talk, and I am starting to get more of not fucking caring about what people think and just like because i used to be like this has to be a positive forum and i have to uh, be a beacon and, and then, know what? then I don't you remember fucking... that, that you're talking about mopeds yeah and then you know what i remember <laughs> i'm gonna say stupid shit now and again and i'm probably gonna fucking offend somebody now and again because i fucking talk i i talk and i don't think 90 percent of the time but i don't fucking care nice. but i do care which is a weird dichotomy uh, i get that uh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm right there with you. And um, again, there's there's probably going to be at least three to five people listening to this that will go, hmm, and you got <laughs> Christina on here because that's there. There was definitely a long period of time where I was I was fighting to keep up. A, I, I hate to say like a decent reputation, mm-hmm. but definitely there was a lot of community drama. Mm-hmm. And and I know that my 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 fair name was, you know, whatever. Oh, I I fucking have totally and, stuck my and, foot in my mouth to people, and yeah. Oh yeah, that's I guess I'm kind of known for that sometimes. But you know, whatever. Um, can't take joke. Fuck him. Well. Um. <laughs> but with that being said, um, there was the one thing that that when I when I left and then I got two weeks to think about what I was going to talk about tonight. Um, I really wanted to make sure that we touched on how awesome and how the community has grown with the, I would say the, the fairer side of things or the uh, gender is so funny to me now Mm -hmm. um, because it's so, it's so blurred and there's such a spectrum. And this is what I studied in college. Um, I, I have a bachelor's in gender theory and so I always used to say I really did not like the way that we were um gendering mopeds like gendering uh clubs I I never really wanted to be a part of a club that excluded anybody and so if there was going to be like a a women only club I kind of was eh, I wasn't really that into it um, cause I like the idea of having co-ed things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I, I, and I like the idea of having everybody integrated in a way that is just good and everyone's happy and everyone is coexisting. Um, and in my tenure and my experience in mopeds, that hasn't really been the case. However, um, so a, a long time ago, years and years and years ago, uh, there was definitely a group of girls, uh, women identifying moped people who kind of all got to be friends, right? And mm-hmm. so we were all cool. We t- all lived in different states. Uh, one of our original OGs, Annie, who lives in Minnesota, mm-hmm. yep. I would, imagine and annie i bust her chops all the times because like i'd love to see her ride mopeds still well she's got that triumph well so guess that's what? and that's it's... her handicap i can't help that but like annie mm. i mean i okay. love annie annie is always welcome to my house she's always she, and i go downtown <laughs> and i fuck and i know she can't stand it so i do it anyways i fucking wrap my pipe like i think i know like where oh she God. lives and i find it fucking hilarious i wish i could do that um i <laughs> 
You can call and come um, out to Minnesota. I'll put you on some I dirty know. hobbits. We'll fucking oh piss Annie off. Uh, <laughs> after I did the the other two weeks ago with you, mm-hmm. I texted Annie to be like, listen, Jim asked me to shout out and you were the only person I shouted out to. And so then we laughed about it. But um, I always want to shout out that Annie used to have the sickest Pinto. And I always shoot. That was one of the first bikes that I like coveted. It, like like sinfully coveted like i wanted that bike so so annie we're talking about you yeah anyway i'll, I'll say i'll say this um, about pintos they're so, probably my second favorite bike i don't know why I like i love that I love, i'm I a like i'm a bike. step through person through and through but pintos yeah. aren't step throughs mm. like they're that weird crossover because like it's like kind of it's kind of but it's not a top tank either like I love my hobbits because I freaking, like, I've got I've gotten into the point now, honestly, where like I shut that off and I'm ju- I I swing my leg out and I jump right off. Like I fucking love it. See, I haven't even had a step through in so long. I've always had all these stupid top tank like targas. Yeah, but well, anyway, like Christine, um, like with me, like I had to have a step through because of my accident. Like I really had yeah. a hard time for like. When I Yo. got back on a bike, I had a hard, not a lot of people knew this, but I had a hard time lifting my fucking left leg all the way. Like, yeah, no, I, I shouldn't have been uh, riding, but whatever. I'm kind of same. Um, I have a really hard Uh-oh, if I'm ever going to ride on somebody else's motorcycle. Mm-hmm. What? No, we're good. We're good. Um, I have a, I, okay. I have a hard time like mounting like a real motorcycle. Well, plus I have like kind of stumpy legs. Like yeah. my own, I own a, a, like a big boy bike that I call it, but um, I have to have like the, the shortest, lowest bike that was made because of, but yeah, it's like, it's funny. Cause like people be like, oh yeah, get on. And I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe if I like climb this thing, like a freaking tree, but yeah, yeah. Get, get anyway, the rope, um, ropes out and we'll get climbing. We'll be up there in a few yeah. days. <laughs> Throwing that. Um, I'm off topic. So anyway, what I was about to say is um, there was there was some girls and we all got together and we started uh, essentially a Facebook group, mm-hmm. which we originally just couldn't we didn't come up with anything weird, funnier, but it was just ladies of Moped Army and which the name has stuck because it kind of just got big. But originally it was really funny because really what we were doing was we tried like it was just like a secret santa Uh we needed we wanted to have a little group we wanted to see if anybody was involved and we were just going to start sending each other crap (laughs) and it was around the holidays so we did like an actual like secret santa and it was like oh well like this is fun and then it kind of turned into it got it got bigger and we started realizing that there's a lot of people out there um that we're not comfortable going on the actual moped army you mean wrong form fuck face exactly um not comfortable even really just even just asking questions to a stranger mm-hmm. um and so we tried to really harness that energy and and build a community up to where it was something where it was like i mean granted we've got girls and I'm going to use the term girls very loosely um, mm-hmm. because uh, and I'll touch on that too, but um, we've got, you know, people in the group that 
were really, really excited to ride mopeds and then started having really bad experiences with the rest of the people that were around, you know, the people in the community. And then, and it sucks when, when someone looks at you and just writes you off, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we wanted to make sure that we had something for them. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I, I hate to say, cause I really have no idea. There's hundreds of people in this, in this group now. Um, I know that we've lost people throughout the years and we've probably been doing it for about five or six years now. Yeah. And, and um, the, the funny thing was, I know one, at one point during my, you know, my research and, and like I said, like I, my other side of my life is, is, um, like gender theory and and all this stuff and um so i went on i think maybe even drunkenly in the middle of the night and i put quotes around ladies and i put quotes around moped army and it kind of oh, stuck because that's beautiful <laughs> it's it really i mean because <laughs> it's like you know if you if you associate or kind of think of yourself as a lady that's really all we need you know yeah. i mean it's like it doesn't it doesn't have anything to do with biological anything or or an identity gender whatever you know but yeah but what we wanted to do is we wanted to have a safe space we wanted to have a place where people can actually ask for advice and get mm -hmm. it and or or just say happy birthday to each other or you know every once in a while we still do secret santas and, and fun stupid shit because why not you know yeah. like this is the whole point of saying we have a moped community is the community part you know and so um anyway so this is my biggest feel on you know the fact that ladies of moped army exists and i didn't really get to talk about that last time and it's still something that you know we've looked at kind of revitalizing um i think i i would love to see i think i think that shit's rad but i also <laughs> think there needs to be equal footing for like there's certain clubs and i'm not going to name clubs whatever they're boys only clubs i personally <laughs> I think that shit's fine as long as it's equal to girls as well. Like I'm saying, if there's a girls only club, like, I, I don't know. And it's a weird, it's, and, it's, and it's, I'm it's always willing a... to, I'm always willing to hear the other side because like, I really don't care. Like, I mean, and when I say I really don't <laughs> care, it means like, if that's been established and people aren't hurting anybody. Awesome. Like ladies of moped army. I know there's people with strong opinions about that. I don't care if they can get a safe space to, you know, ask questions and get good advice, whatever. Like my ex um, co-host, uh, Ashley was uh transgender. I don't care if yeah. you say, if you identify as that awesome, that's what I'll call you. Like, oh. I just like that. I, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, there's, there's plenty of transgender people in the community mm -hmm. and I love all of them. Yeah. I really do. I, yeah. I like, I can think off the top of my head, tons of people that are very important in my life. And that's kind of why that's kind of, I think why I was like, kind of put the quotes, you know, yeah. like, cause it's like, uh, like, obviously we want to be like inclusive of 
people and we don't want to and that's why I think I said you know I started out with I kind of always kind of didn't like when there was gender rules um old school like biker gangs uh that I've encountered that still have like property yeah that's but that's that's something else and that's not mopeds but no and i agree with you like that's a whole fucking weird argument there are definitely moped clubs that associate with these biker gangs that still hold on to things like property patches and saying like oh that's my lady and like stuff like that and you know there are some still like men only moped clubs and and now there's some women only moped clubs and so and i feel like it's you need to look within yourself Mm -hmm. figure out if you're cool with it if you're cool with it it makes you happy I don't give a shit, but it's probably not something I'm going to associate with because I just prefer that there isn't that, you know, bullshit segregation, you know, at least, I mean, yeah, with anything, I just don't, I don't like it. That's me. Uh, And then, like I said, there are definitely clubs and uh, you know, that I have even, you know, been around that didn't seem to care so much. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's you, whatever. But yeah. yeah, if you're happy and you, you like riding around with those people, then those are your friends. They're not, yeah. you know, I mean, well, it's weird. Cause I was having this conversation with somebody and I'm not going to throw them under the bus. Like, unless you are, I see you absolutely being a doofus we'll say for less lack of a better word like i'll ride with pretty much anybody but as soon as i see you like not being cool or being a bummer like that's when i'll have an issue with it like i don't know i try to yeah i i i stay out of a lot of that because i'm on the right side of the river and like there's only a few of us over here in saint paul ride mopeds so like and i'd say like the few people over here riding mopeds are fucking pretty rad people that are opening and welcoming and always willing to help people like right yeah. but you know that's saint paul and that's just how we roll over here <laughs> yeah and and that's that's great um oh it's 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 strange because i personally i really dig like club culture mm-hmm. i really dig like having having that camaraderie and having that but then also like I've been in a couple clubs at this point and I'm not in a club right now. And, you know, there's, there's goods and bads, there's ups and downs, you know, and like I said, too, it's, you have to really look, look deep in your own heart and figure it out for yourself. Yep. You know, um, I would say it's, you know, I always, I, I talk such wonderful, wonderful things about the Toledo zeros. Hey, Andy and Sarah and Andy and Sarah, Andy's rad. Like I'll say, yeah, Um, they they welcomed me so wholeheartedly into the club. I was so proud to be a zero. I still feel like they're in my heart. Um, The number one reason, you know, I I didn't even really live in Toledo. Um, I mean, I was like in, in it's only 45 minutes away i mean god i'm sure people in minnesota commute to like go to walmart you know in the, <laughs> the time it took me to get it's to weird um, like how people will commute in minnesota like yeah it's just like, it's 
45 minutes is nothing um but the 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 main reason why i gave the patch back was really just because i moved mm-hmm. and i almost kind of like i'm gonna say i kind of regret it a little bit i love you guys um i just felt like i didn't live close enough and then it's like i can't do the shop fun days i can't mm-hmm. you know participate as much and i try to go back and and uh but like as far as clubs goes i mean like god Dang man, they threw me a graduation party when I graduated That's from college. Yeah, yeah. They um I told the story about how we did that thing and it was my birthday. And the end of the story, uh, we did the like the camp and ride thing. The mm-hmm. end of the story was like we when we got back to Sleo, they like made the prospect go go find me a birthday cake. <laughs> so that when I got back, I had a birthday cake, which he dropped, which is kind of hilarious. That um is so mopeds it's very it was you know, it's still edible whatever yeah. we're raccoons but yeah. i mean like um <laughs> you know like when uh i think they might not even be in the same shop anymore but they they used to have this huge shop space i've definitely like slept in there a lot um, no they're not you need to listen to andy's episode on here because they just bought a new shop yeah they they're not even there anymore but uh yeah it's so fun i mean like but that's like that's cool that that's like club life you know it's like having having that feeling of like like a little fam you know i guess too like i have a very small actual family so like Mm -hmm. it was cool having that club like experience and like i said the only thing that kept me from staying with them was really just that i moved away Mm -hmm. And I just didn't feel like I could give my all to, to them, you know, and be a club member in the way that I wanted to be, you know? So, I mean, like there's, there's ups and downs of being in a club and then, you know, and also not being a club. If you're not, you don't really have to deal with anything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can just go to rallies and just have fun because you're not throwing it. You can, you know, you cannot have to worry about what some idiot might associate you with and and stuff like that, which is, you know, it depends on how you live your life. Yeah. Um, I mean, I one day may become a professional. Maybe. Don't and so <laughs> don't do it. It's it's don't sell out. It's not worth it. <laughs> Buy in, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. Um, so anyway, I guess that's my little thing that I was, I've been thinking about for two weeks is just, I was trying to think about community and I was trying to think about, you know, how, how mopeds really did change my life. And that sounds so cheesy, but it's so true. It is. You know, that moment that I found that bike changed every single thing about the entire aspect of my life it changed my entire social situation um i met almost everyone that i consider like all of my best friends mm-hmm. i've met you know dudes i've dated um you know and married and divorced and married mm-hmm. and divorced and all those things um but i mean like total ups and downs total but just everything i mean Mm -hmm. i can't i you know now i can say like well you know like you start school and they go oh name a thing you did and i go i rode a moped across the country yeah 
and then they laugh and you're like yeah no, <laughs> yeah, no i did funny? oh no i'm not kidding yeah, i think i'm still suffering bstsd I, I totally am i definitely <laughs> still am traumatized from all of those experiences um no you, I, you, I totally but, identify with you about like the first time getting on like changing your entire life and like yeah i get i got shit from it from somebody in this local community the other weekend about that because me and him were having a discussion and you know i'm fine with like being that guy like there's a few aspects of my life that like those people will never maybe they'll find out someday if they come into the rooms but like yeah. i do a lot of volunteer work that nobody knows about and i'm fine with that but like and it's a huge part of my life that i don't talk about on the <laughs> podcast but you know Uh-oh. i fucking love mopeds and like that's all i do now and i'm okay with that it's so funny too because i the last couple times that i've been on the bike which is like the last couple days Mm -hmm. it's just been so nice out and it's been like this like the sun's going down later you know like i can like be out riding at eight o'clock and it's like light out and it was just it's there has definitely been these moments where i'm just like oh my god love this like this Touching is the sky yo. this is this is why i stuck with it you know mm-hmm. like this is why i i chose this i don't know it's just been really fun but uh on sunday a bunch of people uh we rode from where we live in brooklyn down to like coney island yeah yeah uh which was sad because everybody else went to coney island and the lines were really long we did not get to ride any rides but it was like we got to go to the beach we got you know we got to hang on the boardwalk and uh get some salty margs was nathan's (laughs) hot dog line still for oh god i went to coney island once and like it was actually the park was closed because I guess my ex-wife was telling me like it closes like once every three years because new management comes in, she said, or something like this. And like, yeah, it was all closed. There's no know. rides going on. Like she grew That's up in weird. Queen. Yeah. But and I looked at Nathan's hot dog long. If you want to stand 45 minutes for average fucking hot dog. For a hot dog we that can you do can that. like. Yeah. I'm like, I'm uh, I did not walk all the way over there because of just the nature of where we were we did walk to try to get on the wonder wheel and the line was like a thousand people other people said that they tried to go to nathan's and the line was a thousand people which is really funny because the place that we chose to, to get food snacks had no line yep and i literally like paid and got a hamburger and walked away I mean, it's just like everybody goes to Nathan's because it's Nathan's, and yeah. it's I am a tourist not a big, trap. I get it's it. It's totally a tourist trap, and I'm not even that. I don't know. Whatever. It's a hot dog. Like when you two come to Minnesota, you'll probably have to eat at Mickey's Diner because of Ma- Mighty Ducks. Ah, uh, is that a, that's a thing? What the fuck? You never saw Mighty Ducks? I mean, I saw it when it came out in 1991 or whatever. God, but... I hate you right now, but whatever. Um, Annie you know, was by her. Uh, any list by mickey's <laughs> shit then i'll probably have to go do you know what's really funny my one memory of saint paul this has nothing to do with mopeds i was like seven maybe the first time i ever went there my aunt's from there okay and um what's your name i probably no i'm fucking <laughs> yeah right she is a she's she's like one of like 12 kids too yeah, yeah um but like 
she took me as a small child to a Dairy Queen that was right by the Mississippi River. And now I don't even know if it was really in St. Paul or, or Minneapolis, right? I don't know. I don't... If it's on the Mississippi, you're probably in St. Paul. Probably. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, and like that is like the only vivid memory I have of that entire Twin Cities everything is like there was a Dairy Queen on That's the river bad. somewhere and she took me there but she was like i think maybe she either used to work there or she used to go there or something it was it was very special to her hey. that's why we went there but rock and roll there you go minnesota uh <laughs> my aunt's from there so slight family but anyway uh let's talk about mopeds what you yeah let's talk about something else what do you, what well, you think well you said you um published a book about uh <laughs> Okay, I wrote a book. Wrote. wrote so. Okay, so. Potato, um, potato. Well, I mean, that's a big deal because I'm yes. kind of like trying to decide if I do want to publish it. Oh, or shit. Not. I'm like, sorry. I didn't mean to belittle well, no, I mean, it by any means by saying potato, potato on that. Like, I'm an uh, again, I, me sticking my foot in my mouth is what I do. So we do this big dumb trip and I come home and it was actually because I did the third year the the last year that was like the church boston so it was before that and it was just like it, it was like right before we were going to do it and i started thinking about bakers and there was a city in between new and austin that i just could i had no uh recollection at all and so then I started realizing, oh shit, I don't want to forget this, right? Mm -hmm. So I just, I took my laptop in our kitchen. We have like a weird, I don't know, table that Colin built. And I just sat at a bar stool and I just started writing. Awesome. And so then it was just like, it's, it's very easy for me because I generally do have a good memory. This was also before COVID. Mm -hmm. um <laughs> and so i just started writing down all the stories and i started like trying to remember every little stupid thing that happened and so it is definitely written very conversationally it's written like i'm just talking to you and telling you the story of bakers and it, it's definitely just from my perspective um, so I wouldn't say it's like a complete wonderful book of like the Baker's experience because there was definitely guys that did it with me that I barely saw, you know, mm -hmm. like we would come together at the end of the night and I mean, I hate to say it, but it was especially the first year, it was like all the boys that were like from New York and Boston, you know, as much as I love them and we're friends. I didn't really see him a whole lot while we were doing the trip because yeah. it was either we were working on our bike because it exploded. They were working on their bike because it exploded or like, you know, we just kind of were doing different things. Mm -hmm. So the book is definitely just here's here is what happened to me. And I think that when it comes down to it, um, like the word count is like, this is a book. You know, I, I have it as a Google Doc on my computer and I very freely let people read it. If anybody wants to read my book that I wrote about bakers, email me and 
and I'll share it with you. Like, I don't really care, but, um, but it's weird because I've sent it to people that were not into the moped community and they gave me some pointers because they were just like, I have no idea what you're talking about here, here, and here. And it's like, yeah. okay, that's fair. Cause you don't know anything about mopeds. Yeah. And then I sent it to some people that were in the moped community and I said, you know, what do you think? And they said, oh, maybe like change this, this and this because of context or something. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I've had a lot of like kind of fun community editing with it too, just to make sure that if I did send it to somebody that they would kind of understand what we're talking about, you know, at least. But for the most part, what do you do with that? Do you send, do you publish it and then maybe sell a couple copies to, you know, people that have mopeds? I don't know if anybody who doesn't have a moped would care. Uh, there, no, <laughs> I don't, you I mean, never like, know. Cause there's people who just like consume content of any type, you know, there's, vintage yeah. just motorcyclers that dig this stuff like i was watching i'm not the biggest reader in the world i gotta start reading again but i just have no fucking time it seems like but like yeah. i watched a whole documentary i was watching i'm, I'm a moped rider that's what i do right. but i was watching that ct90 adventure guy who rode from like alaska with his girlfriend all the way across canada went down and then they did the trez transatlantic trail the tip or whatever everybody calls it like hmm. rode across that and then those two parted ways then he rode down to south america like it's a youtube yeah. docu-series and like i found it fucking fascinating as all hell but like and again i'm not a ct90 guy but like <laughs> right it's, right it's a two-wheeled thing so i think you'd find an audience in the two-wheeled community like I mean, it, yeah, it's funny. I, I guess it's too, also just that like I wrote it and I wrote it to make sure that I didn't forget. Mm -hmm. And it's funny too, because every once in a while I'll go back and like, maybe I want, I talk to somebody about it or somebody wants to read it and then I'll kind of start reading it. And then I like laugh at my own jokes. <laughs> like I still like, I say fucking put up. it out, put it out like more mass because like, how many times like i'm i love moped content i consume it yeah. like it, i dig it. i've watched all peach fun youtube shows i've oh, listened yeah. to all the moped mondays stuff like how many times have we heard people like talk about oh i'm doing a video oh i'm doing this and it never fucking comes out do it put it out like me i'm terrible at this and i fucking do it every week but you know <laughs> yeah. i do it because like there are it does make a difference to people. And like, I have people tell me like, dude, like I was, you know what? You're my community. Like you mm. are my moped community. I'm like, that's half the reason why I feel like, I mean, they'll still go on, but like, I feel like almost obligated to certain people to keep doing this. Like, yeah, fucking put it out. Like, you know, let the, let whatever happens happens afterwards. Yeah. I mean, I guess, too that i also i got busy too like I, i'm glad it's i've got i'm glad i got down Ooh, sorry that was like a bad setter um i got it down it's there like i said it's like a google doc so it's it's alive i get it <laughs> um 
And then, you know, it's like I've talked to a couple of people here and there about like, how do you publish a book? And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, no, now I'm in grad school and I'm writing. And I, you know, this research proposal is more important than figuring out how to publish a book about, you know, writing mopeds. So it's like, well, it's sitting there It one day, one day with something maybe. I'll have like a, what what did I say? What did I say? I think I was on how many of these podcasts, like Kevin Smith, the film director, (laughs) you rub shoulders with death. You realize we got to do it. We got to do it right fucking now. There's no time. There is no time in this life. Like, and I'm saying this to you as a friend fucking Uh, nah, dude, I don't fucking buy that shit. I'll do it next week. Like, that's why I have to do bake. You know, I have to do bakers this year because I don't. my my tomorrow isn't guaranteed and i know it, that i feel that every fucking day in my body and you do too i definitely that was why i did bakers yeah um i know that my my health and medical were not in the shape that i was even even in now mm-hmm. um like you know i had i had one doctor tell me that i was not going to make it to 40 because i had so many problems and things and so mm-hmm. then I did. I got scared and I was like, shit, I got to do something. And so I did that and then did it again and then did it again. <laughs> I, I, I remember, I mean, like very like, like sad, solemn moment sitting in the driveway of dude's house in Vegas and telling my teammate, like, I don't know if I'm going to make it to next year. And then yeah. I mean, I got, I got, I guess I got better, right? I'm still alive. You're, you're um, here now. I am here. <laughs> Half of me is here now. Um, riding around Brooklyn, like I feel, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I feel a lot better about, about things. But yeah, I mean, uh, what I was going to say is just that if you ever have these opportunities, you should do it. And so, I guess I'll try to publish this book eventually. No, just fucking do it. I know. It's no, bullet- don't say it eventually. Money. Just fucking do it. It, it it's, it's not free. No shit. That, I mean, do it. That's kind of the one cool thing Put about it. Put it out to Women's Moped Army or other, like, do a Kickstarter. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, I know I it's weird. Like, I talked to a few people about, like, doing a kickstarter like a little bit for my baker's bill bum like there's a the self-esteem thing like uh nobody will give me any money blah 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 and b like i don't want to ask for charity when like granted i make it okay living but this is costing me money blah 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 but i've sold some bikes and i'm fine now but like yeah, yeah fucking do it i can't encourage enough people to put out like moped content because i'm a moped dork i will consume it well, I'll look into it. I'll look into it again. How about no, that? No, let's do it. Like, okay, jeez. All right. <laughs> See, this is the, this is how it. this is how I got the Kansas City moped party to happen. Pure because um, I will. Hey, I'm a respectful person. I will always stop when you say stop. But like when somebody doesn't answer me, that means they need convincing still. <laughs> um, and that's what happened with Marie. She wanted to do her party in like end of June. I'm like. Well, I can't fucking go then. Well, what do you mean? Oh, Baker's going on. I'm like, just do it, you know, Memorial Weekend, end of May. It's fucking nothing's going on in the moped community. I would highly suggest for everybody now, this is my plug for the Kansas City Moped Party, to hit up Moped Party Pizza on Facebook. Ask her about her 
long rides she's going to be doing in Kansas City. Um, I hope to hear and see everybody there because I can't. There's no rally packs. There are awards though at this rally. Basically, I am sick of fucking hauling trophies around for my youth. And if you're at Moped Spring Break, it's going to be kind of a flavor of that with the awards. So there we go. Hey, if I can, can I plug my friends? Yeah, absolutely. Um, since we're talking about Kickstarter, um, there is a super, super rad company. If you, a lot of the ladies already know, um, Trina runs a company called Hinterland Empire, and they are huge, huge fans of anybody who rides two wheels. They, motorcycles and mopeds i know they have a couple mopeds um but they're doing a kickstarter right now to buy the store that they currently rent they want to they want to own the place and um they have like a couple days left on their kickstarter and they just need a couple extra dollars and so i'd love to just plug them uh they were sponsors for me when i did bakers um and they they helped me out and they also they're just really really awesome people we'll definitely take them in the name so, but uh what company is this and where are they out of they're called hinterland empire they're out of northern california and portland okay they have two places but the kickstarter i think is to buy the store that's in portland do you know the kickstarter's again. name uh if you look up hinterland empire okay. h-i-n-t-e-r hinterland Hinterland um you should Everybody be able to find it yeah but um they're just they're just the best um just totally rad women and owning a company and they do like clothes and then they also do coffee and i buy all of my coffee from them and it's awesome so nice end of plug but when you say no i'm definitely gonna I'll, i will buy some coffee through them because this fucking um, Kirk shit is just unacceptable <laughs> their, god their coffee, damn it i'm pissed their coffee nice. is rad af i have it sent I live in, in New York, like a the big coffee city, and I still buy it from them and have it sent to me. But isn't um, any population with over like a hundred thousand a big coffee city? Because I swear I mean, to God, it's like microbreweries. Like there's, everybody's got their own. There's roasteries like next door to my like, the, like there's roasteries everywhere. I still get yeah. it from them. Um, but yeah, no, they they sponsor me and they sent me the coolest hoodie that I wore. The first year of bakers and they kept me warm in the desert in the second year of bakers and anyway this is how i can repay them hey, by well, talking about definitely them. uh shoot me the info and i'll put it on your description of this sure. episode um and you should follow them on instagram and everything too awesome um what else was i gonna shoot see this is what happens when i don't prepare my big thing I... was talk about the ladies group and i did that okay well i <laughs> rock and roll like i wasn't gonna do my timeline stuff on this one because we kind of hit i do want to talk about the how you went from i can't remember if we talked about that on that on your episode initially or not like the progression from ohio to brooklyn how that happened and well, there wasn't really, what? I mean, I, I reached a point in my life where I needed to do something else. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, I mean, it's not a secret or anything. Like I got divorced and I also graduated from college. So I just said, now's the time. What am I going to do? And I knew there, I knew people here in Brooklyn 
and it just seemed like a good idea. So I started thinking about it. Um, I thought about a couple other cities too, but Brooklyn won. Yeah. Um, man, am I going to say this like to the internet? I moved here for a boy, kind of. Hey, that's not a terrible thing. I'm not going to say. It's so red, cheesy. It's it's no, so fuck cheesy. that shit. Like, but he was yeah. a big. He was a big influence. He's gonna hate that I, said, I told the world. <laughs> He's talking about me, but uh, he was a big influence because, like, why? Why else? You know, I was like, I yeah. picked a city, and so I came out here, and I, I'll never, ever, ever regret it. Just because I think that everyone should just do do those crazy stupid ideas that you have mm -hmm. because nothing i always tell everybody nothing is permanent right <laughs> like if it doesn't work out just do something else like you're never gonna really 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 be stuck in anything mm -hmm. and then this goes for at literally anything in the world except maybe having children yeah. you kind of get stuck if you have children yeah, but yeah. like you know jobs it's not permanent if you hate it find something else yep apartment I mean, you know, the pipes burst, find something else. Yeah. People, so I hate to say it, sometimes it sucks, but sometimes people you got to find something else. I, I learned a long time ago in life, <laughs> people are temporary. Yeah. Like, and that's, I mean, it, it sounds harsh and cruel, but like, you know, people are temporary in your life. Yeah. Enjoy I mean, the moments you have with them, but like. Exactly. Exactly. Enjoy the moments you have. I mean, I just heard of a, this morning yesterday that you know people that i thought were like totally best friends ride or die forever and they, they've kind of like gone their separate ways and i was like dang yep that's a big one but it happens mm -hmm. it happens all the time and the, but the the cool thing is is that we can be we can be fluid we can be you know have this evolution in life we can move around we can do those crazy things you know like go live on a boat for a year oh it didn't work no, out i have okay, a fucking then... fear of open water not gonna happen but i mean whatever you don't have to be on open water you can just sit in the dock the whole time. <sighs> fuck the boat like i'll i can you know what i can swim too like okay I... well i'm just saying i know a, a decent amount of people who are now like boat people which is well weird. i'm happy for taryn and like her <laughs> LA life, but like... and riley riley <laughs> yeah, went yeah, on a boat yeah. too. pippin will get out there one day uh um Taryn, we love you. I'm not yeah, yeah. talking shit about you. We're just no. I'm talking uh, shit about your boat life. Oh, Fuck that, dude. We're kind of jealous. It's like a waterbed, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm jealous in the fact that like I couldn't do it because like yeah, I, I, I would get seasick. But like if if it wasn't like an actual like inner ear thing, I would probably. I don't think they have a lot of rocking going on in the harbors, but you know, I don't know. Mm. I don't fucking live on a boat for that reason. I don't have to but, find out. <laughs> anyway. I have a goddamn foundation. What can the I say? The point of the story <laughs> is, uh, do those things, everybody. Yeah. I'm trying. Try, try, this is going from a moped, uh, shit cast to life inspirational, uh do do all of the things take the chances do even the stupid shit yeah even, I'm about even... To, I, in the next 12 months i am probably relocating i have said that jokingly in the past in uh <laughs> i can't like i love new york but like 
I get there's not enough grass there for me. I'll, I won't lie. Like I and I'm not talking about weed people like I actual like lawns like actual green lawn and I've been in Central Park. That's not fucking grass. I don't know what the fuck that is, but like come to you come to Minnesota. See what a fucking lawn looks like. Okay. I'm from Michigan. Like, I know what lawn looks like. Yeah, it's not in New York, but whatever. And nobody smiled in New York the half dozen times I was there. Like everybody looked. Well, now really everyone's sad. wearing masks, so you'll never know. Well, this is true. But by the time I get out there, <laughs> it'll probably be mask free. I'm gonna hope. I don't know. I don't know. We were talking. We were just talking about that because Brooklyn seems, at least Brooklyn, seems like a lot of people don't ever want to stop wearing masks. Like, yeah. it's just always going to be masks now forever and six stay six feet away from everybody <laughs> forever. forever. We like this, this, this new lifestyle. <laughs> it's in wonders for Brooklyn. <laughs> my, like I said, my ex-wife grew up in Queens. Like yeah. I could see her really digging this. Like I, we talked the other day and like the, the issue we passion was never our issue. I'll say that it's <laughs> to the point, like I can talk to her for about, three minutes via text and then i want to fucking explode because i get so fucking upset and i'm like i i can no longer talk to you i will see you at katie's graduation that's my niece like we never got violent or anything like that but like we cared too much for each other and we were too stubborn of people and we had never compromised that was our issues so whatever well yeah you know shit happens no worries and i don't regret it um but so, but things are temporary and you've moved on exactly and you're on your next chapter of life and see i'm life insp- inspiration yes um follow me for more life <laughs> and just wait for me to say something inappropriate and stick my foot in my mouth um right yeah hit me up at 10 o'clock and see what happens no i'm joking <laughs> Don't fucking hit me up at 10 o'clock. You will find out. No. So anyways, mopeds. Mopeds. Um, What's your next moped adventure? Like, are you? Uh, I I know you talked about possible relocation for school or something, or am I making that up? For life. Okay. Um... We're exploring the options of moving away. Where are you moving? Let's fucking hear it. We don't know. We're exploring the options. I'm I'm telling you all the information I have. Um, we, I do this thing where I pick a city and then I go on Zillow and I just look around and then I go, ooh, these ones are cute. And then, um, in a perfect world, I would love to move to a moped heavy city. Um, Don't say Richmond. Everybody's, <laughs> everybody's like, moving there. Everybody's moving to Richmond. I, yeah. You know, um, it's there's like we've got certain factors in our lives that need to be met, and so we've got some family that's down south that we'd like to be closer to. We've got weird um, niche market jobs that we need mm-hmm. to find once we get there, yeah, and yeah. then. Um, find place to live right so it's been you guys should explore kansas city memorial weekend to see what it's like jesse stevenson moved there we we definitely cannot do anything memorial day weekend it's like in two weeks so yeah (laughs) um we are but yeah no it's like it's funny because my mother is a firm believer in like 
do not let other people influence your life ever mm-hmm. unless it's um jesus but like um so my mom is just like why would you don't move to a city just because there's friends there because friends will just leave <laughs> and they they'll fuck you over and you know she's kind of right but like kind of like mom's not wrong either she's, so mom's like... not wrong but you know and she has a very valid point you should do things because you want to do them mm-hmm. don't don't do it because of somebody else or whatever um but like it's really funny because i keep richmond really high on the list just because it's like oh my god like it's it hits a lot of cool points the only mm-hmm. thing is is we're we're really having trouble finding like work that is on our weird niche market mm-hmm. lifestyle um it's so richmond is kind of like going lower on the list every day sadly but it sucks because i do have like a million friends there they're all like quality people yes. and i would love to live in richmond and maybe in a couple of years it might be another option. I don't know. And I'll say this to anybody in the moped community. If you've never been there, I can't recommend it enough because I tell you yeah. what, you Ashley and Thomas are fucking awesome individuals. Jason and Aaron, AKA big heater. Like they're always welcoming people into their house. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, it's, I mean, it's even when you lock their house, well, I locked them out, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> Um, I went, it was it was when i was there this summer like because i just hit jason up I'm like are you home yeah i was just riding around because uh thomas and ashley had just just moved into their house like that week and i came I and stayed with them and i was helping them haul stuff in and they're like we're having a barbecue later i'm like okay I'll, i gotta go stop at another person's place say hi to them but like my thing is you always shut the damn door in the summertime behind you like you that was, the door they had the door locked and I but shut you... the door and they didn't have keys to get back in their house. So Ashley had to come and let them in. So, well, you know, yeah. it happens. Um, but yeah, uh, we, I guess this is, I guess, uh, here is a, a plea to the internet. If you live in a really cool city down mm-hmm. south and you want to sell it to me, uh, hit me up on Instagram, Thomas Go Brap, and tell me why you love where you live <laughs> because that would be really cool. Um, Charlotte, that's a heavy entertainment. So we, or Atlanta. If you want to okay. talk about entertainment, I know. Like, so I, we're, we're looking at Atlanta. Yeah. Um, we've talked to people that live in Atlanta, Moped people, mm-hmm. and they've given us some advice. Uh, we went to Charlotte and nothing against QCB. Or, Softest or, boys in the South. Hold on. You broke up Charlotte. for a second. We didn't. Yeah. Okay. It, okay. Talk shit about Charlotte uh, and the I'm softest not, club of the South. I didn't like Charlotte, but I think it's just that we probably didn't explore as much as we thought we were going to. And it just didn't like, it didn't hit okay not to like every fucking city. Right. And I just didn't really find anything about Charlotte, like appealing to me. Like Um, I can't stand South Dakota. I don't give a shit if the black Hills are there like fucking. Yeah. (laughs) I've still never been there, but I'm trying, I'm trying Mickey. I'm trying. Mickey's awesome. Mickey's a great, 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 great individual. But like Jenny Ray, I love you. But like, fuck South Dakota. Yeah. Oh, Jay, <laughs> yeah. Um. 
Yeah, I mean, I I think that I might go to, well, I'm going to, like, try to go to South Dakota to see Mickey, like, soon. But also just because then it's, like, one more state to go to that I can say I've been to. Like, I don't have to enjoy it that much, but I can be like, hey, there I there's a not very many Mickey states left that Kansas I've never City. been to. I know. Memorial Weekend at the Kansas City Moped Party. You need to. I know you're plugging it for the rest of the world, but you need to stop because I can't go. Um, we are doing a thing this weekend, up in up in Maine, and I'm gonna ride my moped up a mountain and come back. And so then yeah, the weekend sounds... after, I'm gonna be fixing my moped because I'm probably gonna destroy it. Because you're going weekend. up mountains. Say hi to Kitty and Colin for me. What did they? I thought they were, I I saw something in the background. Maybe I saw a ghost. I don't oh, know. Yep. It must have been him. Um, he's, he's here now. So you're exploring cities to possibly venture off to. Yeah. I'm I am dead serious though. If you um if you really love where you live, uh tell me about it. Tomosco Brap on Instagram. <laughs> no, it's um, actually um gonna be a scene i think i don't know if it'd be good for you and column per se for like entertainment jobs but like um an area that's popping off and i think it's because of um conan and like manic like that whole raleigh area uh south carolina like they're starting to form a really good scene around there just like with, with sweet keith and like a few of the other people around in that area like hmm. I think that's becoming a really strong scene. We, I know that he, there was a day, I mean, like I said, it's like every day I look at a different city. Um, and I know there was a day that he said something about, oh, Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill area. Mm -hmm. And I remember very specifically that area is where our Hobbit exploded the first year of Bakers. <laughs> um, and we left Kelly literally on the side of the road took the van and drove back to richmond to pick up a new rear end for the hobbit so that we may continue on and not dnf which we did not dnf awesome um uh but how i mean god that was the night that was just insane it was it was the craziest night of the all of the what we did just because Whoa. we 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 literally left her on the side of the road in the dark with a solar powered like weird camp light okay it was like this thing that inflated and had an led light in the bottom so that like when you inflated it it was like a pillow of light <laughs> and we gave her like one bottle of water and how about deep woods off? off did you give her any fucking bug spray i don't remember that that I don't sounds think terrible so. um it, it was in front of like a hospital like it was like probably the the main like hospital of like chapel hill i don't think it was like <laughs> actually duke but like it was like a giant hospital yeah and there was like a ditch and then the road and so we just left her there <laughs> and we were like you know bye we'll be right back and we drove and we because you're allowed to go backwards right like the van can't really be the chase van is not supposed to be ahead of the bike okay but it could go anywhere behind the bike so we had already been to richmond and she like got on 
and talked to, I believe it was Noah, maybe. But like, I just remember it was like, she like paypal somebody and we were just like go pick up this like literally like half a hobbit and so <laughs> we did and um got back to her you know it was like a couple hours to do this whole like van ordeal and then and the funny thing too like we had another teammate this guy eric he came with me Mm-hmm. rather than like we, he should have really stayed with kelly no fuck that if i was there i'd be like me. you're i'm good what's he gonna do like they're gonna fucking play I mean, tic-tac-toe like, with yeah, her but like, i don't know he could yeah probably <laughs> they could have like been together or something i don't know been i wouldn't have fucking sat my ass out there if i yeah no i'm fucking eric you suck know. no i'm just eric, eric well um <laughs> read, read my book for more uh interesting stories um but no uh so yeah so then it was like we drove there we got the shit we come back uh we were making jokes about do you do you remember the movie balto that was about the dog that like brought the medicine in alaska i think so it was like they made it into a movie but he was like a famous dog that was like a iditarod dog or something and i want to say i want to say i did but i'm probably lying at this point anyway so then I, I got temporarily got the nickname Balto because I had to like go off into the night and like go get the shit and come back. And then we still had to, you still had to come back. We still had to build the bike yeah. on the side of the road yeah. and get it running and still get to Charlie Buzzard's house in South Carolina. Yeah, that's a fucking ways. From Raleigh. Yeah, I mean, that's a hell and, of a ways. And so and we're going on like, you know, it was like we got up at fucking, I don't know, eight in the morning or whatever. And then the bike blew up. And like, I mean, you know, it's like we're okay. Now it's like 6 p.m. Now it's 7 p.m. Okay. Now we're building, we're putting the bike to back together. It's like midnight. And then we still had to ride to Charlie's house. And like, I'm still like, it was like, I think Eric actually rode the bike and I drove the van. But it was like the sun was coming up and we had until 10 a.m. to get to Charlie's and we got there at like 948 or something. Okay. Look, at, I mean, like we had definitely been up for 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. We definitely had a uh, pharmaceutical accompaniment. <laughs> and then it was like we're roll, we roll into Charlie's front yard and like, you know, like Becca, like bless her soul just had like one of the jugs of cold brew and i was just like (laughs) you know like thank you shout out charlie and becca for just being fucking great stewards (laughs) of the moped community i think i I also believe it was charlie's birthday that day if i remember correctly and like so but the so okay we made it we got there Mm. before 10 a.m and then everybody leaves because yeah, it was yeah. 10 a.m. and it was like time to go. Yeah. And I was just like, can I borrow, like, can I have a shower? You know, it was like, there's a picture of us as a team. We look just dead. Like, we look like dead. Like, it was, it's like weekend at Bernie's. Like, they just like propped us up to, on top of each other and someone <laughs> took a picture. And it's like, oh my God, did we just do that? But it was just like, but we didn't DNF. Like we're still in the fucking game. And it was like, we took showers. Yeah. 
and I'll say I, this, not to interrupt yeah. you, but like yeah. Charlie and Becca's house, like of all the Mopetters cool house, it is, <laughs> but all the Mopetter houses I've stayed at, their bathroom is my favorite. It is so fucking cozy. And this is years prior, like after you've been there, <laughs> but like what Becca and Charlie, like, I just feel fucking really comfortable in their bathroom for some reason. So great job, hmm. Charlie and Becca. Like, um, it's just cozy. I don't know. There's plants growing everywhere. And like, there's low their lighting. Is just cool. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. As it's fuck. just funny because I, I just remember too, like they had like made breakfast, and there was like some like scraps of like I don't know, like scrambled <laughs> or something. And I was just like, blah, 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 like a raccoon in their kitchen, yeah, yeah, yeah. like like look at like hissing at people when they come in. <laughs> it was just like, but uh, but uh, yeah, man, like. So that's my my story about the one uh, moment of my life that I was in Raleigh, Durham area. Um, I have no and other this recollection. Makes me, you're gonna have to throw me your PD, your Google Docs, because I got to yeah. read this book now. Oh no, I know. Um, recollection barely of the the space of land that's in between raleigh and charlie buzzard's house <laughs> um, don't worry nobody does I, so I mean, you're like, not missing much yeah <laughs> like, I, I was just like i did not i did not exist in the that like six hour span i was just driving a van as a dead person and then yeah, yeah eventually uh becca gave me some cold brew and i <laughs> woke up again and this is gonna be my weekly preemptive apologizing to maddie bow for our experience on this coming year's pinball run because i feel like i need to apologize every week for the temper tantrum i most likely will have on the ride so oh maddie bow i'm apologizing already maddie if you want to read the book let me know um <laughs> it's i mean i, I love I hate, maddie and chelsea so much like just I do, I do too you know those people you meet in life you just instantly click with that was like maddie and chelsea mm -hmm. me in a parking lot at applebee's in fucking florida i'm pretty sure like maddie and chelsea were some of those people i know like at ride and chatter where like i think i we just all just assumed that we were all best friends already yeah. because i don't really it's like they're it's just another like kind of people that i don't remember meeting them it was just like they were always just my friends yeah and like i don't I remember don't how we started talking to each other because like yeah literally we're the only ones in the parking lot and like and again <laughs> i'm the sober guy so like i don't even know how we fucking struck up a conversation like i don't but you know whatever um right. But it, it's funny. Um, I I used to like actually say that I was gonna do research on like if moped people have like some kind of weird genetic like there's like one chromosome that we all have that's similar that just kind of makes us like well fucking maniacs too. Yeah. But like we're all just instant friends. Like we <laughs> we have to have something that there's like a chemical that we release or like yeah. something that you can just walk up to like 40 fucking dirt bags in a parking like parking lot of like a taco restaurant and just be like so uh we're fam like yeah. we, we're just all good and it's like you are you like everybody's for the most part cool. yeah it's it is and it doesn't matter how much you fucking hate applebee's when you hear somebody <laughs> fucking screaming we're going to go get two for ones at Applebee's and you fucking yeah. like, 
We know Ashley, goddamn Ashley, loves her fucking two for ones apparently. Because like they I still do the the after, happy hour after five half price appetizers or whatever. Yeah, I think so because I remember her fucking <laughs> talking about it. Like I remember, I'm not going to Applebee's. I'm not going. And then I end up at fucking Applebee's and like. Yeah, that was my first experience with the Richmond crew. Fucking two goddamn in, in two Philly, for one. Actually, it's Chili's. Oh, oh man, baby back ribs that fucking taste like plastic. Yeah, it's great. everybody loves Chili's. <laughs> fucking Chili's. I, I mean, they're all the same. It's uh in Michigan. It's Ruby Tuesday. Well, speaking of like shitty franchise restaurants, there's a kid, <laughs> Eric from Mankato, dubbed Hoarder Eric, because but he turns bikes over too. But like, he's the only one of the main reasons he's going to Kansas City is because that's the closest Waffle House. And like, this kid has oh, never been no to a way. Waffle House, but if you meet Eric ever, you would see he is the total clientele for a fucking Waffle House, <laughs> and that's all I'm gonna say. But hmm. I. I love Waffle House too because they're goddamn great. You know, if we're gonna talk on it, um, I I grew up in Michigan. We didn't have them, we didn't and have so them it was Minnesota. always like a weird thing where, like, you once you got to, I think you have to get to Kentucky. Yeah, there Tennessee, might be one Kentucky. in Ohio, but there was definitely there's definitely one in Kentucky. And like, me and my parents would drive to Tennessee a lot when I was little, and that was like we'd always stop at that first waffle house or whatever yeah. so but like i even know like as a child knowing that it was kind of garbage but i love hash browns Pepper like i hash love browns. Ha- i love the they throw the fucking jalapenos in there Ooh. oh well that's that's good for you um <laughs> i like my hash browns very plain and very crispy and very much from that like shit ass flat top grill Mm-hmm. So like I mean yeah I I see the appeal of Waffle House but it's funny too because I can't even think of the last time I went to one. Yeah, I've made um, half-ass attempts the last couple times I was in the South, but it's just like usually uh, let's go somewhere else. Okay, whatever. <laughs> like I'm yeah. I'm not over Waffle House, but I'm kind of over it. Like it's I mean, not a focal point anymore. It's like if that was literally like we were like desperate and there was the only thing at the exit, sure, whatever. I mean, I feel the same way about like McDonald's, like egg McMuffin. Oh, I'll, you know, I'll take like, a fucking Waffle House over McDonald's any day. Yeah, oh, definitely. Any day. Um, I, I guess lately in the last couple of years, the biggest problem is that my so Colin's son loves Cracker Barrel. And he loves, oh my God, man. And they do Never like, a, they do like a crazy ass hash brown that's got a bunch of shit in it and top of cheese and gravy. And, mm. you know, it's like, oh, like gravy. a heart attack nightmare. But so it's like, it's like when there's a kid involved too, mm. you kind of like appeal to the child. Yeah. And you're like, it. and it's like, I'm just looking at it like, I don't know. I'm not going to say Cracker Barrel is like a, higher end it's not like a luxury meal you know i mean but you know, P- i i'm out of my own stubbornness i've never been but people who fucking go to cracker barrels swear by it but whatever i mean there it's it's definitely like white people food <laughs> definitely it's, you know it's definitely they like got a, both the spices there salt and pepper sometimes <laughs> i mean like if you really like uh chicken fried Starch. steak yeah. yeah oh man if you like carbs yeah. hit up the i mean it's called cracker barrel i mean yeah. come on. 
you, can you get any more white than this like, everything on your plate is white you know it's like yeah. white gravy on a white steak thing that, with yeah. mashed potatoes that's your meal yeah. and then breakfast but but yeah um so anyway and those the, eggs would be white if they fucking tried hard enough yeah <laughs> i mean they are they're the egg whites yeah exactly what i'm into <laughs> I, midwest guy never seen there's a thing out there where you can get egg whites. <laughs> God damn. I'm um, not, you're not fucking selling me on Cracker Barrel. I, I'm not Lopez. trying to sell anybody. I am not selling anybody on Cracker Barrel uh, trademark. Um, it's <laughs> it's not my favorite. I'm just saying that if they're if you pull off on the freeway and and it's that and then there's a wall Waffle House and then there's I'll like take a fucking Waffle House McDonald's. We probably end up at the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> But anyway, mopeds. So, I've, Christina, I got to yeah. ask you, what's your latest catastrophic moped failure? Or what keeps Man, breaking my, on you? Like, I'm fucking having a... I, the reason why I ask, thing. because all I've been doing is wrecking fucking tires and tubes lately. I don't know why. Oh, knock on wood, man. I'm so scared of that. I, I jinxed hate. myself. I fucking I jinxed myself. So, uh, pre-COVID, I was riding around and my clutch was just going out. Mm-hmm. and then i knew it and i finally replaced it but like not with something that was great and then oh, it was yeah, like or did you go jammer clutch no i'm never gonna have a jammer clutch it's that just normal normal i don't want to say like stock stock because i have a kid on the bike but yeah i mean normal I, I've, I've never had a jammer clutch but it's weird because so my bike has always been like alive <laughs> like it's always it's always worked and also knock on wood like i don't have two right now i just have the one and so i can't let this thing go to shit too bad mm-hmm. or i don't have a bike and then i gotta run my motorcycle oh boy but uh but yeah so like um I've just been like fighting this thing for like over a year and it's just been so it, and like anytime anybody like rides next to me I'm just like ah, piece of shit goddamn you know but it's just <laughs> which I guess is like pretty common and normal and nobody like really thinks that I'm like on fire yet so I, you're doing your head of the game but it's like yet I've just been ch- chasing this weird like it's just not doing the things that I want it to do, but it's like getting better. And so it was like, there was one day that I just changed the jet for like four fucking hours in front of my house, you know, like, well, go down lower. And then it's like, yeah. go around the block. Oh, no, no, no more. And then it's like, okay, go around the block. And I literally did that all day one day. Oh, that's great. Isn't it? When you're fucking oh, testing shit, like, yeah. <sighs> I'll fucking talk to you about some shit afterwards. Like I fucking, oh God, I, I just love fucking dialing shit in. It's my favorite fucking hobby. Yeah. Um, at this point, I mean, and it's funny too. Cause like, if I can, if I can ever give advice, I guess sometimes it's like when you is don't you, get a Tomos. That's not what I was, that's not where I was going. I always get a Tomos. Tomos are the best moped, obviously. Um, but don't get a partner that is also a Tomos person. Oh, um, 
it's funny because me and Colin's bikes, well, he rides a revival now too, but like our originally we both had these like just garbage ass Frankenstein top tank targas that look like hell, but they're not, no one's ever going to steal it. You yeah. know, no one's ever going to start it. <laughs> no it's funny because I was, <laughs> you know, I was laughing because I was like, damn, like we're, we're so similar. We even have like the same moped. Right. Yeah. You know? But then the problem is that, whenever anything happens to mine he's like all right fix it and he'll literally like kick the tools over at me and go all right miss mechanic you know go fucking do it yourself and i'm like dang i gotta do this myself yep and he has always been like that and he's he's very supportive and i love him but he's definitely always just been like okay take the car ball you know like yep. what jet you have and it's just like god damn it like i can't play stupid with him ever yeah he, he knows that i know yeah that what i gotta do you know and it's just like you can't get lazy with him as well. i cannot saying. get lazy with him ever ever yeah. um i mean sometimes it's like little things like i can't lift it because yeah yeah I'm my back hurts, but yeah. like other than that, he's never he's never let me. I'll, get away th- I'll with throw anything. the disabled thing on people. Like, <laughs> well, watch their jaws drop. I'm like, yeah, I'm disabled. I'm like what? I'm like, well, I have a steel plate in my leg. Yeah. don't worry I'm well, fine. I'll, 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 I'll wink at them they're like they still don't know what to fucking say and i'll just do what i was doing anyways there's, there's a big difference between like I don't even know. I mean, like, there's there's definitely like heavy mopeds, and then there's my stupid little targa that weighs nothing, and so I can't even get away with that half the time. You know, he's like throwing the van. I'm like, shit, you're right. <laughs> but um, but yeah, uh, I've never ever been allowed to play that card. Yeah. yeah. But also, I mean, I guess I just to you know th- say nice things about a person. Uh, when I did get hit and there was a little bit of me just like maybe like a three percent of me that said am I ever gonna ride again Mm -hmm. and like how traumatized am I and he was the one that just was like get on the fucking bike and ride like Mm -hmm. what are you doing like we do you want to go to the beach yeah okay then get on your bike and ride yeah and it's just like I, I really did need that like i needed somebody to just be like what are you doing yep and not not bullshit not not even the cheesy like oh you can do it it was just like you get on and you start the bike and you go and then you're done you know yeah. and i definitely I like i'm i'm so grateful for that like all the time because i can't imagine not yeah. No, you know, was your first bike you rode after your accident? Was that a step through or a top tank? Actually, I think it was. A, I think it was a step through because yeah. it wasn't mine. I got put on a loner. Mm-hmm. I was um, just wondering because, like, you would have been, like had ten times bigger brass balls than me. Like, if you would have got on a top tank, like for your first one, because like being someone who was injured in any type of accident, like I couldn't imagine like getting out, lifting your leg, getting on a top tank. Like, just I'm just going through my own selfish thoughts right yeah, now. Yeah, like, no, because. Cause I mean, I do remember my bike was still flat mm-hmm. 
and the bike the bike that i ride now that um that i built years ago was still in storage and i was trying to figure out how to get it here from my parents house which i ended up just making that the baker's bike so then when we got to detroit it was already in michigan and then i rode it to boston and then i just took home to new york and now that's my that's my daily driver again nice rider driver whatever um but yeah so there was like a, a moment in time where i had to ride like loners or i was riding collins targa which is a top tank and yeah. i mean when i say we all have the same bike you know we had like three exact same bikes mm. <laughs> you know so that and then also um i mean i've just always had tomos yeah and there's no like i'm a fucking honda dork what can i i'm nobody is throw anything like i just like having the same fucking bike because then i have all the same pullers well yeah i have all the same backup parts i have yeah. all the same shit because like especially new getting into mopeds like i've been in i've been a pook guy for a matter of four weeks because i buy them i look at them i say i don't want to fucking get into them and then i sell them to hoarder eric I mean, that's yeah <laughs> well that's i mean there is definitely something to be said about being brand loyal just because of that of the parts yeah. and shit and it's like it's funny because when i was around the zeros all the time i knew that they would have tomo shit a lot of it was going in the fuck it bucket and i could go in their shop and i knew that there was tomo shit mm. and i just never i've never really been like a hoarder of parts or like a hoarder of extras um i not that i've been so transient but like i never really had the space to like hoard like yeah. extra engines and and things and rims and bullshit um i have like one nice little toolkit that i barely use now because i don't need to um because i write tomos um <laughs> but you know so it's like it's funny because if i ever did come across a bike that was not that i would mm -hmm. definitely like not definitely have nothing you know it's like i've definitely have, um I, I just sold a bike that i had in storage for years and years and it was actually a za50 motor and the reason why i sold it was just because i'm like i don't i don't do this at all yeah. like I, i'm not a poop person um you know it was just like i don't i don't i don't fuck with this at all so yeah. i sold the bike you know i was just like <laughs> i'm not even gonna touch it um but yeah like i like i like the idea of like i've built a couple tomos i know that i know what it looks like mm -hmm. i know what i'm dealing with so is that lazy i don't know no but not at all it's like just... like i said i'm a honda dork so yeah um i mean you said well, tomos never break but if they break <laughs> what do you guys do in new york for parts do you just go over to the old did you go over to the old second stroke no new york they changed names the it's moped nyc shops. mopeds now yep yep um big shout out to all those guys who are awesome gp is awesome um yeah if hey, they... JP, that's okay yeah jp is a rad guy he got back to me the oh. other week it's so nice he's like so nice oh my gosh um uh i haven't had to rely on them um for much but it's funny because i live 
on the same street. They, they're literally two blocks from my house. <laughs> That's hilarious. On the same street. Okay. <laughs> um, and so I have definitely called them and been like, hey, do you have condensers? Yep. Okay, I'll be there. And it's like I'm there in seven minutes. Oh, there's like, so many people in the moped world that are fucking envious of you I right walk, now. I walk there and yeah. then and they're on my street. The funniest thing is it's one ways. So if oh. I ever like if I ever like run into a buddy at the shop, you know, up at the store, and I'm like, hey, come back to my house. You have to like go all the way around the block like, <laughs> yeah. to, get, to get to my house because it's like I, it's, it's a 15 a minute ride to get yeah, to your house. To go back gotta... around. But I mean, and that's like the biggest pain in the ass about where I live versus where NYC mopeds is located is that fuck it your it, moped just go across traffic well the, i mean shit sidewalk. if you're on a moped you could i mean i don't suggest breaking the law but you could definitely just ride down the street the wrong way but um but don't do that of course because it's because you eagle and damn hooligans laws uh, and... <laughs> right um but yeah uh they have had things that i needed randomly which is really cool because they are on my street um if anything really goes insanely wrong you know there's always treats and and yeah. dose and uh um moped division um all three of them have been great companies that i've worked with and they've yep. sponsored us with bakers and they've done all kinds of cool shit uh i mean everybody knows treats and everybody knows yeah. how good they are so i don't have to plug them but like no but fuck, man, like, I mean, there's definitely been all kinds of weird, weird things and they just come through and they're just mm -hmm. great. So thank you, Treats. We obviously like everyone in America loves you. Yeah. Um, but also the other ones, you know, like there's been times where, you know, Dose has definitely helped us out or had something that somebody else didn't have. Yep uh moped division has done the same thing i've ordered from all of them and they're all great i don't and know about you but then, like i'm seeing their spring clean out right now where they're posting up bikes and fucking blake he posted like three camino single speed caminos yeah and oh, if i wasn't building my baker's bike i would fucking drive down there and go pick them up because like Grand, they're single speed, but like I've got all the shit to make them varied, and they're Caminos, and I have we Camino wheels to throw on them, and it's like <laughs> I'm so well. I, I actually, I actually sent him a message like, "Could you? Nope, you're not gonna fucking have them hold them for you. Nope, you're not nope. gonna fucking nope, nope." If you, you want to go hang out in Atlanta, I need to go look at um living there. I could <laughs> so Atlanta is hey, I've been to Atlanta a couple times. It's fucking rad. Like I will yeah. say that. Like, well, my ex-wife's uh, uncle, he worked for the sheriff's department in Atlanta. I don't know what county it was, Uncle Tony. Like I'm not scared of many people. I'm scared of Uncle Tony. Like he was ex special I just, forces. I picture I picture him as like the big boss man. Um, no, he was like, the, uh no. <laughs> wearing like a he, he was born in the always. West Indies. So he had that like Caribbean oh, accent and like when he got serious, his eyes would turn like I got saw him get serious twice. And his eyes would like turn black and like the fucking whole oxygen gets sucked out of the room and like 
Yeah, Uncle Tony was a jolly man until something went wrong. Yeah, fucking terrifying. But, yeah, nice uh, guy though. <laughs> Super nice guy. Like there was an incident at sure. Shauna's sister's wedding, and like something else. Like it doesn't matter. But like, yeah, Uncle Tony's a rad guy. But he lives south side of Atlanta. Beautiful fucking countryside, and houses are cheap. At least they were a few years ago down there. Yeah, I was looking at that. Yeah. Um, and the original Waffle House is in Atlanta, P.S. Uh, you know what's really funny? My other, my most favoriteest garbage fast food in the world is Del Taco. And for the longest beautiful. time, there was, a, there was a bunch in Michigan. There was like three or four in Michigan. And then the next closest one was in Atlanta, Georgia. And <laughs> it, it was just like so weird because they weren't like, I think there's probably more now. I mean, that was the circa you know three or four years ago but it was like really funny because when we were doing bakers and we pulled into atlanta it was the middle of like a horrific downpour and i was just getting soaked and i couldn't see anything and i had my visor down which i never do but but i couldn't see anything and then i rode my moped past a fucking del taco and i almost stopped because i was like (laughs) it took everything in your soul not to turn into the drive-thru yeah it was like every part of me was just like this is the only thing that's gonna save my life and i didn't get to go and so it's like funny because i'm like dude i know there's a del taco there yeah yeah. i hope it's still there i hope it's still open the one that i used to cruise by in toledo they closed it and that always scared me (sighs) it scares me when a fast food place is closed the thing that's because i don't want to know why (laughs) There's a lot of truth in that. Um, the thing that was really insulting to me when I moved to the east side of St. Paul, there used to be a Taco John's here, mm. and there isn't. Like, mm. oh, it's shitty Mexican, like shitty, yeah. shitty Mexican, like worse than Taco Bell, but in a good way. So I don't know. Sure. But I don't know. We've we've gone to um, we're back in Atlanta now, and I just feel like this is a good wrap up point. I don't know sure. why, but I'm I'm actually getting tired because I it's almost 11 um it's really hard for me to have any conversation that doesn't end in tacos tacos are fucking great i tell you what you and colin are always welcome in my house and when you guys come here i'll put you on some dirty hobbits that have little to no breaks but are fast as fuck um and we'll go get we'll get some great mexican food like st paul delicacy No, like of uh, well, Minnesota. Well, yeah, we had a fucking ton of migrant workers move up here in the seventies. So, like, like well, I'll take you on Cesar Chavez Boulevard. Fucking, we'll go to the freaking okay. El Guada. I can't pronounce the Catholic Church. We'll get the little old Mexican ladies to cook us some burritos. It'll be great. Oh man! Um, All right. Yeah, but yeah, I can't thank you enough for coming back on. I feel yeah. like this one was gooder. Is gooder? Wait, well, it, it had content yeah and i wasn't like just trying to like make a podcast happen and yeah like i said you are always you and colin are always welcome my house you come we'll play mopeds probably don't want to come in the wintertime because you know what midwest is like in the wintertime i know i know what minnesota is like from uh august until april no that's it's it's actually like end of September till April. August is beautiful here. It's like 90 and sweltering. Um, Just kidding. No, I'm not. Uh, but I can't <laughs> thank you again. Hey, everybody, do me a favor. Um, 
check out the Instagram Second Chance Pod. If you have any suggestions for guests, come to Second Chance moped at gmail.com if you like this episode or any episodes you listen to don't be afraid to uh repost them on your instagram try to help grow this little thing we got going um always go i can't hype up uh moped monday podcast enough like fucking love those guys they're hilarious uh and all the cast of characters of richmond virginia i think it's kind of the undubbed moped capital right now like there's just so much shit going on um, I can't thank you enough, Christina, for coming back on. You and uh, you and Colin are always welcome to my house. And don't forget, mopeds are dumb. So dumb. Thank you again. Oh.